This is a HeadGum Podcast. This is why you're single. This is why you're single. This is why you're single. Ba, 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 ba. This is why you're single. Ba, 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 ba. Welcome to the This Is Why You're Single podcast. I'm Laura Lane. And I'm Angela Sparrow. We are the co-writers of the book, This Is Why You're Single. Every week we highlight a different dating topic. This week's episode is, Will You Be Mine? I will, Angela. I will. Yes. Also in the lineup, we're talking about what's new in dating news, a dating concierge service to help couples relight the spark, and a couple gets married on their first date. Then we're diving into the mailbox to answer your listener questions, including one listener who is struggling with navigating the bar scene when she's not single, and another who needs help messaging an old acquaintance that they've reunited with. But first, Angela... Happy Valentine's Day to you, my work wife of a gazillion years. It's kind of a big holiday around here for us as people that host a romantic podcast. Yeah. I mean, Valentine's Day is a special holiday for This Is Why You're Single because we used to have This Is Why You're Single sketch shows. And when our book came out, we did a bunch of like book-related stuff around Valentine's Day. and And we love candy. All the above. <laughs> so yeah, it's a big deal. And it's great for finding content for the show. It really is. There's so many Valentine's Day articles. Okay, the, I'm going to tell you when I was looking for Valentine's Day articles for the show, a yeah. couple things came up that I didn't end up using because it was like, all right. But <laughs> one was like new candy that they have this year. Oh my God, why didn't we do that? I want to know. I'll just Can tell you, just, you about it. Yeah, just it. tell me about it. They, It's really easy. It's not worth a whole new story. They have lava cake Hershey Kisses. I feel like I've tried that. What? Well, there's also... This isn't new? They're always doing like the hot cocoa Hershey kisses and like variations on different kinds of chocolate kisses and they all just kind of taste the same. Get me some of these. I never see these when I'm at the store. I want... I love lava cake. Listen. Oh, so do I. That's like my thing. My mom is always on top of like the new candy that comes out. Like send Rita Sparrow to Target and she will come back with some strawberry M&M's. Rita Sparrow. kisses. I know she listens to the podcast. <laughs> I would love some lava cake and I would love some of that hot cocoa stuff that Angela yeah, just talked good. about. All right. But what are your big plans this year? So this is I, your first year as an engaged couple on Valentine's Day, Angela. Yes. He just got you an engagement ring that's gorgeous. So it's like, okay, is he going to get you jewelry? Probably not. Like what? This is a huge, this is a huge holiday for you. It's the only I mean, assuming that your wedding happens next year and you don't take like two years to plan it. Right. This will be, yeah, this will be (laughs) your only Valentine's Day as an engaged couple, which is like you guys are, you know, you're committing your lives to each other, but it's like, you know, I don't know, the excitement's in the air. The spark is reignited. I know it feels like it should be a big deal, but I actually feel like getting engaged kind of makes Valentine's Day not as big because we kind of just blew our wad on like big romantic event of the ring and all that. That's during the love note that he gave you when he proposed. And now we're kind of trying to save money. So we don't want to do anything too elaborate. We haven't been so good so far with the saving money thing, but we're trying. Um, So my idea was, uh, this is like not romantic at all, but we both kind of want to get like an Xbox or something, like some kind of video game. Really? This is shocking. You do not. I I never pegged you as a gamer. I think it would be fun for us to like play Crash Bandicoot together or something. I mean, that's actually a solo game, I think. But I don't know. Some kind of like racing game or fight. We can like beat each other up with Street Fighter or something. I don't know. But my theory is in the long run, it will save us money because 
we won't go out <laughs> on Saturday nights. <laughs> we'll stay in and play video games or we'll have friends over to play video games. I feel like we would normally get a letter from a listener that's like, my my boyfriend doesn't want to take me out on Saturday night dates anymore because he just wants to stay at home and play video games with me. That doesn't count as a date night. Help. What should we do? And we'd be and, like, dump him. And we would give advice. And now Angela is saying like this, oh, this is a great idea that we've both agreed on. Are you sure Ian hasn't like somehow like manipulated you no. into this In fact, idea. It's my idea and the whole saving money thing is like my angle for making it happen because what? he's like it's Who? so much money. And I'm like no, it's an investment. It's like I don't even know you. I know, I don't know what's come over me. Listen guys, you turn 30 and you just change and this is one of my change. I'm going through the change. I did not the go video through game change. the video game change. I didn't go through this change. Not all people go through this change for the record. Um, yeah, I don't know what it is about me, but so I think that's what we're going to do. And it's kind of expensive. So it'll just be like, we'll both chip in and it'll be our gift to each other, but we'll still go do something like that. Can't be it. That's too depressing. Like us just sitting in and playing video games. I'm depressed for you. Yes. So we were talking actually this morning about maybe getting massages because both of our backs hurt because again, we're old. So we might get a couple's massage. Oh, we actually also just met a guy who is a promoter for a drag show and he was like I'm having a Valentine's Day drag show I don't know if that's what you guys would want to do of and course. I was like absolutely that's what we want to do that's like your dream Valentine's Day is this guy joking I, exactly and Ian is totally down so maybe I mean, we'll do Ian that came to a drag show with us and like they loved Ian they did well he's a cub he always gets picked for stuff to go on stage and he's a ham so he kind of loves it yeah. he likes the attention he does um, and apparently this drag show has no cover, so I can't vouch for the quality, but it's free. So that goes with our theme of saving money. So I don't know. I think it'll be an eclectic Valentine's Day for the Sparrow Breckers. That sounds fun. Yeah, thanks. Uh, what, what are you doing? Well, just like this is your first Valentine's Day as an engaged couple, this is my first Valentine's Day as a couple oh, with a baby. Yes. So yeah, this is this is exciting and also like, okay, how do we celebrate it. So what I've done is I've gone ahead and made two reservations. One reservation I made for 6 p.m. because I couldn't, apparently restaurants in New York don't let you make reservations for 5 p.m. because they just like aren't open yet. Yeah. And 5 p.m. is when I really need They're a reservation. They're switching over from lunch. Yeah, exactly. So I made it for the earliest possible, which was 5.30. And then I also made a reservation for 8.30 p.m. in case we have like a babysitter or somebody watching him. But so far, I have not been able to trust anybody. I have separation anxiety issues. I don't want to leave him with some stranger. Right. So, but I, I figured, okay, that's a month away uh, when we're, record, we're recording this, you know. Yes. Uh, in a, a little month, in advance. A little in advance. So I figured, uh, okay, I'm going to make the reservations ahead of time. And I'll make two. So one reservation in case I bring the baby so I can bring him to dinner and then and then put him to sleep for his bedtime, and then another reservation where I can put the baby to sleep, and then I'll leave for the reservation. You've thought of everything. So I made a double reservation, and I'll just cancel one of them. Very smart. That's my plan. Did you get Rilo like a cheeky Valentine's Day onesie to wear? No, because I, he has like a red onesie already, but I'm honestly against all of that type of stuff. Seasonal clothing. Seasonal clothing that you wear for one day I find so wasteful and contributes to our culture of waste, and it's just going to like end up in like a big you know, trash graveyard. And I'm just against those like cheesy Halloween bibs. And I've told my mom that, yet she still sent me a Halloween bib in the mail. so cute. I was like, don't. So what did I do? And, and, and then it arrived from California 
after Halloween. Oh, no. And so then I, like, immediately went into the giveaway pile. I'm like, what the hell? I told you I don't want this kind of stuff. And then it immediately ended up in the giveaway pile. I never got to wear it because it was after Halloween. And and then you just, like, wasted a bunch of money. Okay, so no seasonal gifts for baby. Sorry, I get, very, I get very heated about this. This is a soapbox I didn't know that you had. I am very against, like, wasteful... <laughs> shit for babies because there's already so much waste because they wear stuff for like a week and then they're too big for it right but anyways so two reservations i'll let you know which one we end up taking yeah let us know that's it uh all right guys we're gonna jump right into what's in the news but first let's take a quick sponsor break we'd like to thank our sponsor adam and eve adam and eve is one of our favorite sponsors because they've been a long time sponsor of the show and this is a show about sex and dating and this is your one-stop shop of where you can get everything you need for a sexy night with a partner or a sexy night alone and the only thing better than sexy stuff is free stuff and adam and eve always hooks it up and they hook it up big because free stuff that will ignite your valentine's day is even better Check this out. When you go to adamandeve.com and select almost any one item, you'll get it at 50% off. That's amazing by itself, but here's where they hook it up on the free stuff. When you enter our exclusive code at checkout, which is SINGLE, S-I-N-G-L-E, not only do you get 50% off of one item, you'll also get 10 tantalizing free items. Angela, tell them what they're going to get. Are I you, feel like I'm like on uh, The Price is Right. I know, and I'm like the Vanna White, even though that's a different show. Whatever. So Vanna White, <laughs> show them what they'll get. Well, first, for your viewing pleasure, six free sexy movies. Next, you get a free mystery gift pack that includes an item for him, a special toy for her, and something we know you'll both enjoy, plus free shipping. And that's a lot of free stuff. Uh, let Vanna White talk about vibrators, huh? Yeah. You know, I, I think you would uh, you would be great in that job, in that Thank role. You. That was That I, was really wonderful. I love a good sequin dress. I mean, like, I'm like against, you know, in The Price is Right, they always have like the hot models. It's like, all right, like that's such a, a stereotype role, stereotypic role for women, but- that being said, you did a great job. Thank you. I'll take that as a compliment. Yes, that was a lot of free Valentine's Day. Yes, it was a lot of free Valentine's Day stuff. Uh, but also, you know, this is sexy times are all year round, guys. So head over to adamandeve.com and be sure to use our offer code SINGLE. Again, that's S-I-N-G-L-E, SINGLE, because without it, there will be no free Valentine's Day stuff. That's SINGLE at adamandeve.com. What have you been reading about in the news, Angela? Okay, so there's a little local news coming out of Phoenix, Arizona, um, that apparently a dating concierge service has has popped up there that helps couples relight the spark. So when you know when you've been together for a long time, whether you're married or dating, you can lose the magic. Things get a little routine. So this married couple named Martin Cupper and Dana Lamb founded this company called Fun Fantasy Ritual. Which is like not the best name. No, it doesn't have a, a great ring to the no, name. I'll be yeah, honest. Yeah. And it's just like, what ritual? Like, are, are we going to go out in the woods and get naked and dance around a fire? I don't know what this means. That's not what it is. What it is, is um, they, when they start, so when this couple started dating, they put it in writing that they would each plan a surprise date once a week and they would do dates as simple as like a camp out style movie night or goat yoga or an acrobatics class. All very you. Very Laura. me. I almost did the goat yoga thing for my hatchlorette. Yes. But I didn't end up doing it because it was like, uh, it was too hard to plan and time of year. Yeah. The goats can be tricky. Yeah. But I'm, I'm uh, very into trapeze. So, yes, you are. So I would like, what was it? With Nick? Yeah. So, well, Actually, we did it one time. I got him to do it once. 
Um, so basically, yeah, that's what this couple, the service that this couple provides now for for other couples that like get into the routine of staring at each other. You know, it's like Saturday night and they want to go to dinner and like, what do you want to do? I don't know. What do you want to do? Um, they found that having these fun dates made a big difference in their relationship. So they're passing it on. They plan the dates for you. Um, they interviewed one couple that had been married for eight years that went to a trapeze class. And um, they said that like going and doing something new together kind of made it feel like they had just met again and they had butterflies again. Oh, I totally believe it because you get into a routine and you want to feel like some excitement. But at some point, you know, like you've already you feel like you've already done. It's yes. it's hard to think of new things to do. Right. Even if you're trying to find new fun things, eventually, assuming you're just living in the same place, you're going to run out of stuff. I mean, I would love if they would do this in New York. I feel like they would have a struggle finding things for Nick and I to do because we've gone skydiving. We've done trapeze. He took me to like a glass blowing class. We've done cooking (laughs) classes together. I would say, though, the cooking classes have been good for us. We've only done two. No, we've done like three, three so far. Uh, But every single one is different. So it does feel like we're like doing something new and fun together. Yeah, that's Ian and I love usually for our anniversary or for Valentine's Day, we try to get each other experiential things. So we, yeah, we also enjoy going and doing different stuff. But yeah, it's, I would love if somebody else planned it. That sounds awesome. Then you just get to show up and enjoy and relax. And it's usually the girl planning these things. Let's be real. So it would be nice for somebody else to do it. So yeah, they, they, you sign up for this uh, service and they plan two dates every month for each couple. How cute. I know. It's fun. I like it. And they also apparently work with companies uh, to plan date nights for their employees because divorce rates affect productivity. Well, yeah. If you're all depressed. Yeah. You're and like you're, kind of focused on other things. And you're like, like on the phone. Your house. And you're on the phone with like a lawyer uh, for half of the day at work. You're not going to get that much done. Yeah. So I really I love that I like everything's that. selfish. They're like, we don't give a shit if you get divorced. We don't care if you get divorced. It's going to like affect right. our productivity. That's pretty much any amenity that you get through a company is True. for their own benefit. So I don't trust companies that are good to their employees. It's well, a trap. Your company brings like you to pigs to play with you, right? Yeah, but that's also the only thing that they do. So okay, true. We good. I get to leave on time. I don't have to stay forever. Yeah. Um, but I do get pigs. So yeah, I think that's cool. I, I, I encourage everyone to go on weird dates. Let us know if they expand it to NYC. Yeah, I will. What All are you right. reading about? I've been reading Inside Edition NBC. They wrote about how a couple got married the same day they met after matching on a dating app. So a couple in England wasted no time making their love official. Sarah Elliott, who lives in Kent but is originally from New Zealand, and Paul Edwards matched on Bumble. And uh, after just a week of talking with each other on the app, they decided to spontaneously tie the knot in Las Vegas. So they hadn't even met before they decided to do this. So this is what they said. There was a moment between us where we both thought we could totally do this. How amazing would it be if we got married on our first date? By Monday morning, three days after we'd started talking, we agreed to get married. They said they hit it off instantly on Bumble and exchanged numbers and were talking for hours on the phone. They first met for the first time at an airport, boarded the plane together in their wedding clothes, and got married in Las Vegas on the same day. This is idiotic. I know. This is so <laughs> dumb. But it, watch. It's going to make you even even matter. Uh, so they said, well, we just thought, why not have that commitment to actually making a marriage work from the very start? Well, we can think of a million reasons. 
So she said, we're not looking at everything through rose-tinted glasses. We know it will be challenging, but we're willing to work together. I'm such a logical person, but all the rules have been thrown out. Yeah, no shit. It doesn't really feel like it was like about a connection between two people. It feels more like they're both like, let's see if we could do this. It's like a dare. It's like fear factor. Oh, exactly. It's totally like fear factor. So they claim that they both tried traditional dating before and it didn't work out. So they were like, all right, fuck it. We've tried the whole like, let's date for like years thing and like, and then get married. That didn't work out. So let's just get married on the first date. Let me just give advice to you listeners. Just because things haven't worked out in the past doesn't mean you need to like totally tip the scale the other way and just get married on the first date. That's not... That's not the it solution. Yeah, it doesn't work that way. No. So Sarah said, I know it's totally crazy. Hardly any of my friends are supporting me. In fact, a <laughs> lot of them are disowning me. I haven't told my family yet as they are on the other side of the world and we don't talk as often as we should. But here's the fucked up part that I know is going to make you the most angry, Angela. Oh, no. Paul, the guy, has two teenage daughters and he said that he hadn't told them about the impromptu marriage yet. I bet he's a really great father. Sarah says they believe things will work out for them. Okay. You don't marry a guy. It is so disrespectful to marry a guy who hasn't told his daughters yet. If you're the, even if you are spontaneous people, you have this deep connection over the phone and like, let's say you've talked, you know, a gazillion hours and you're like, fuck it. I'm going to do it. But they haven't. It was a week. It was a week. Whatever. Let's say you had that magic and you both wanted to get married in a week. You need to respect that this guy has family and friends that have known him and, you know, longer than you have. He has two daughters that hopefully he mentioned to you on the phone. And you would say, I'm totally down to do this. Let's get married. But, like, you need to talk to your daughters. I need to, like, FaceTime with them. Tell them I'm not, like, crazy. Because you are their stepmom now and they don't even know about you. And you got married to this guy and he didn't even tell his daughters. And this is the part that makes me the most furious. What about you? Uh, yeah, that's pretty bad. And it's also like, it's really easy to hit it off with somebody over the phone or over text, but she just might meet him and be like, I don't even like you. Like they might not even have chemistry. This just feels like a stunt and a bad idea. And I don't support it. I know. I, I want to hear from the daughters. That's what I'm pisses me off. I'm sure. I mean, if he's dumb enough to do something like this, he probably has a history of just being, not a being the best. Flaky ass dad. Yeah. True. All right, we're going to jump into our mailbox to answer your listener questions. But first, let's take a quick sponsor break. We'd like to thank our sponsor, HoneyBook. When I think about the challenges that small business owners or solar entrepreneurs face, it's just like, it's just too overwhelming to even begin because it's all the logistical stuff that always stops people from from you know pursuing their business ideas. I talk I was talking with my mom about this the other day because she's like, "Oh, I would love to like open like a little boutique. I've always wanted to do that." And I'm like, "Ah, I me too with my like doggy store called Cool Dog." And I don't know. I I talk with friends all the time about wanting to start businesses, but the logistics, you know, is what is what stops a lot of people because it's easy to have, well, not easy, but a lot of people have great ideas. It's the execution that it makes the difference between having a business and not having a business, which is why if you're a small business owner, honeybook.com can help you spend less time handling all of this, you know, annoying administration work and more time doing what you love. That's right. And Honeybook is an all-in-one business management platform that Uh, is for creative small businesses. HoneyBook makes it easy to streamline your process with client and calendar management tools and custom branded proposals and contracts. You can even 
get e-signatures, generate invoices, and get paid faster. We love that, all within one online system. Over 75,000 photographers, designers, event professionals, and other solo entrepreneurs have saved hundreds, if not thousands, of hours a year with HoneyBook. And that's why we've partnered with HoneyBook.com to enter to offer This Is Why You're Single listeners 50% off their first year of HoneyBook with promo code SINGLE. So get started at HoneyBook.com today and use our promo code SINGLE for 50% off of your first year. Again, that's HoneyBook.com, promo code SINGLE. We'd like to thank our sponsor, Calm. A new year brings an opportunity to reset and establish new habits for our happiest, healthiest selves. You know, some people join the gym. They're like, oh, we want to eat better. You, If you guys listen to our New Year's episode, you know that we have a lot of resolutions. And, you know, some of them were about meditating and being calm, or at least that was Angela's. Yeah, I, uh, I'm trying to be less anxiety ridden, which is hard. It's hard as a New Yorker. It's hard as a woman. It's hard in the concrete jungle of New York Where City. Where dreams are made of. This is all true. Uh, and this is why I love calm because I, in my life, always want to find a little more calm in meditation. But with a new baby, for me, it's really hard to get to classes, you know? So yeah. it's great that I can just do this at home. Yeah. So that's why we're really excited to partner with Calm. It's the number one app to help you sleep, meditate, and relax. If you head to calm.com slash single, you'll get 25% off a Calm premium subscription, which includes hundreds of hours of programming, including guided meditations on issues like anxiety, stress, and focus, including a brand new meditation each day called the Daily Calm. There's also sleep stories, which are bedtime stories for adults designed to help you relax before you doze off. I know a lot of my friends have issues sleeping, including Ian. You like lay down and your head is just racing with thoughts from the day. You need like a calming voice to lull you off to sleep. So Calm has uh, the option to head off to a lavender field of France with Stephen Fry or explore New Zealand with Jerome Flynn from Game of Thrones. Bob Ross's voice is even on there. So, you know, pick your poison and they will lull you off to sleep. There's also soothing music, breathing exercises, and gentle stretches to relax your body and more. I mean, there's everything you need to to pass out. Yeah. At the very least. And then, you, you know, also just be in a... A happy, a happy space all day long. For a limited time, this is why your single listeners get 25% off a Calm premium subscription at calm.com slash single. That's C-A-L-M dot com slash single. Get unlimited access to all of Calm's content today at calm.com slash single. Honestly, Angela, one of the best things, one of my favorite things about having a podcast is I learn about all these cool new companies. It's, it's, it's such a joy. I know. Give yourself the gift of Calm and a happy and healthy 2019. All right, Angela, what do we have in the mailbox this week? Okay, first up, we actually have a funny story that you wanted to read. Do you want to share it with us? Yes. So we talked a lot about our favorite vibrator on the show. (laughs) We do. And they're not even a sponsor. We talk about Satisfier all the time and we get nothing as a result. I have to tell you, Angela, they emailed me last week and (gasps) told me that they have a new range of vibrators and they wanted to see if we wanted to test them. So I said yes. Oh my God. Were you like, P.S., you're welcome for all the business. I know. I don't even think they know how much business we've sent them because we get emails all the time from listeners who are like, I just bought the Satisfier. I just bought the Satisfier because you talk about it. I'm like, that's cool. They don't pay us and they're not even one of our sponsors, but I'm glad that you're getting the love and the orgasm. If you, yeah, sidebar, if you do buy a Satisfier because you heard about it on the show, you should like tweet at them, 
Maybe you don't want people that follow you to know that you're buying a satisfier, but email them maybe and be like, heard about you on, this is why you're single. No one's going to take the time to do that. Send them a million dollars for being great. Yeah. Well, either way. Or a million vibrators. I know. I, I told him, I was like, people tell us all the time they bought them because of us, just so you know. Yes, we would like to try your new stuff. But that's not even the funny story I wanted to tell you. So we got an email from one of our listeners who wrote, hi, Angela and Laura. I'm an avid podcast listener and have never written into a podcast before. I found your pod about two years ago on iTunes and it's my favorite. Also, congratulations, Angela. Thank you. Now that I'm done fangirling, I have to tell you a funny story. I decided to treat myself and order two satisfiers after hearing about them on the pod. After the order shipped, I freaked out because I realized I sent them to the wrong address. (laughs) I just moved and couldn't update the address. The actual address that I put was not valid and just one digit off from my real address. After worrying for a few days, I decided to do a mass spam to the law office and two apartment complexes across the street from me that if they received a package to please call me. After waiting a week, faith was restored and I received my satisfiers, but will forever live with anxiety of almost having my vibrators sent to someone else. I now feel your pain of having to wait forever for the initial charge to complete. Hope this brought a smile to your face, Lauren. Lauren, this is commitment to finding a vibrator and I love it. Yeah, she's talking about the waiting forever to charge because um, when we did like a review of them, Angela said like, it was great, except like you have to wait a few hours to charge your vibrator and it's like the wait is very yeah. anxiety. You're just like, I want to try it. It's it's hard to like, you know, because you're not going to like, you don't want to leave your vibrator out. So finding the time to charge your vibrator is just, it's hard. Luckily, I have an outlet like in the back of my closet so I can like Ooh, just secretly put it there. That's perfect. All right. Now let's get on to our questions. What do we have to answer this week? Okay. First up, we have a question from a listener who wrote in with the subject line, navigating the bar scene when you're in a relationship. So she says, hi, Laura and Angela. So I have a serious boyfriend who is not into the bar scene, which is fine, but I still enjoy going out with my friends. Inevitably, guys will attempt to strike up a conversation, especially when my single friends are chatting up a cute guy. I'm not against meeting new people, but I also don't want to give the wrong idea. It usually feels a little forward to immediately declare I have a boyfriend when someone starts talking to me, but then later into the conversation, I feel like I've been misleading. So when is the best time to slip into the conversation without being like, you like beer, my boyfriend also likes beer? I mean, that is a good way to do it. Not really, though. If it comes up organically. I mean, not, oh, you like beer, my boyfriend likes beer. It's so weird. Um, Okay, so I've had this problem before. Even though I'm like, I have a wedding ring on my hand, guys just don't think to look at it like women yeah. do. Like women zoom in for the hand. They're like, left hand is uh, empty. And that doesn't even mean somebody's single, of course. Um, But yeah, she's not talk. She's not like engaged. So she's not even talking about that. When you really don't have anything on your fingers, how do you tell somebody? Um, so my experience with, with this was I was at like an art show, you know, mm-hmm. and I wasn't there with Nick and I was like looking at pictures and I start talking to this guy about some pictures. We make like a couple jokes and in my head, sometimes I'm like, oh, I can't be like making jokes with someone of the opposite sex. Like what it like, is this flirting, you know? <laughs> and then I'm like, okay, I'm, I'm having a good time. I'm allowed to have an interesting conversation with another human on this planet that happens to not be a female, you know? Yeah, plus a little innocent flirting can be fun. 
yeah, all right, all right. <laughs> yeah. I like where you're going with this. And so we started talking, and then we're talking about like poker, and we're talking about all these, you know, things we have in common. And then it isn't. And then at some point, we've been talking for like 40 minutes. I'm like, okay, now it's maybe gotten like to like the awkward point where we've been talking for such a long time. He's probably maybe like thinks I'm like a potential yeah. date. But now it's been so long, it's weird for me to throw it in there. So then at some point, I was just like, I said like, I forget what came up. Maybe he was like, oh, like who do you live with or something? And I was like, oh, you know, uh, my my husband you uh-huh. <laughs> or my um, – and he's like, oh, oh, you're married. And I was like, yeah, I'm really sorry. Did I just like waste half of your night here when you could have been like hitting on someone? And I tried and I tried to like make a joke about it, you know, like, yes. and he was like, no, no, I no, not at all. Like, I really enjoyed our conversation. I was like, OK, uh, like, sorry. I, you know, I was just like enjoying talking to you, but really sorry if I like, wait, you know, you could have been like hitting on some other girl this whole night, uh, this whole time. And he was like, no, no. And then he was like, is it? appropriate for me to like exchange information like just platonically with like someone I think is cool and I was like "Mm, no I think that's like allowed so then we like exchanged information and became Facebook friends and he's come to a couple of my comedy shows actually yes I remember this because what's really funny is then he came to your sketch show and him and I started talking for a while and then I was like oh my god I'm wasting his time (laughs) (laughs) and I never mentioned Ian and then he I think he Facebook messaged me uh, what did not, he say? Not asking me out, but just being like, oh, like, oh, it was fun. Like, you should come to my comedy show or something like that. And I was like, I oh, know. maybe me and my boyfriend will do that. Oh, sometime. did you say that? So, like, I, I think, or I was like, maybe like, oh, my, I have plans with my boyfriend's family that night. Something, oh, okay. something. See, hopefully not obvious. This is the problem is that we're so used to like, once we are serious with someone, we're so used to like, not being allowed to make new friends of the opposite sex. Like if I hang out with a guy or like start talking to them, it's like off limits, which is really limiting because imagine if you start dating somebody seriously when you're really young, that's like a whole chunk of your life where you don't make friends of the opposite sex and like hang out with them and like go do things with them because you really miss out because you feel like it's inappropriate and you totally miss out. I do feel like, well, I have a lot of guy friends, but I feel like they're either in relationships or they're they're Ian's friends that I've befriended so it's just like a clear line yeah um I do I miss hanging out with like just my like guy friends like you know from before I but now it'd be weird like I'm not gonna like message my friend Trevor and be like hey want to grab like go to like a movie or like want to just go see a show just like us like that would be so inappropriate and so strange um, but like I would be allowed to hang out with them like in a group setting, which I guess feels appropriate because if Nick was just going and hanging out like one on one with like, although actually he does do that sometimes. Well, it depends on your history with a person. Like if you've never reached out before to ask them to hang out one on one and all of a sudden you do it out of the blue, then it's kind of like, what's going on? Are things not working out with your husband? Like- yeah. I guess if Nick was hanging out one on one with another woman, I would expect that like either they're in the art world and it's like kind of like professionally related and I'd be like oh yeah of course like you're having like yeah Jenny's coming over to like you're gonna like chat about art I don't know I guess Nick does have friends that are women but if yeah he had to have like already been friends with them although I guess he has made a couple I'm like I'm like questioning this (laughs) I'm like actually he has made like a couple like new art world friends that he would hang out with but he's not gonna hang out with like just some random cute girl that he just met at like a coffee shop who's not in the art world and has like no professional 
thing. Well, I I also doubt that Nick is like, I need more female friends. Let me hit up this female. Right. Probably it's just happening. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Organically, my favorite word. All right. But Um, we're getting off track. We're getting off track. So So what is she? She she apparently doesn't want to like, she's chatting up a cute guy, but she's not like looking to just be their friend. She's looking to like set that boundary. When I've found myself in this position, I actually always try and take it as an opportunity to be a good wing woman. And like kind of pay it forward. I'm like, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like we'll be talking about something that we have in common. And I'm like, do you know who also likes that? My friend here, Ashley, you guys and like, you know, try and like bounce the focus of the conversation onto a friend. Because like, I mean, I know she's saying like, I like meeting new people and like, but like, are you really going to the bar to like make new friends? You're there with your friends. Like you're not missing out on this like grand friendship. But That's true. But also I would say like, don't be presumptuous. You know, just because you do have a boyfriend, you're allowed to meet new humans on this planet. Right. And, and you know, don't always just presume that you can't have, like, a nice conversation with a guy who's actually not hitting on you, you know? Unless you subscribe to, like, when Harry met Sally, like, that m- women, women and, and men can friends. never be friends. But, you know, I would honestly say just, like, talk to them and, like, wait and, you know, don't overthink it. And wait for the moment when they, like, actually ask you out at the end of the night. When they actually say, like, hey, so can I get your number? Then you can say, like, oh, you can kind of say what I said. Like, oh, like, I'm so sorry. Like, I was really enjoying talking to you, but I actually have a boyfriend. I hope, you know, you can make a joke like I did. Like, I hope I didn't waste your time. You could have been, like, hitting on one of my friends. Um, But, like, you're really cool. And you could do that. You know, yeah. and so if, wait if, for the moment when they actually yes. go in for the the swoop. Yeah, and don't be afraid to like don't avoid bringing up your boyfriend in the course of the conversation. Like if it comes up, great. Yeah, like if they say, "Who do you live with?" and you live with your boyfriend, then say like, "Oh, I live with my boyfriend." Or if they're like, you know, like, "Oh, have you ever been to like Hawaii?" and you had just been there with your boyfriend, and you could say, "Oh, yeah, I was actually just there uh, with my boyfriend." <laughs> you know, yeah. my so, boyfriend, boyfriend. But don't don't overthink it. You don't have to like feel like you are obligated to bring it up if it doesn't come up naturally. Yeah. You only have to bring it up if they like ask you out at the end of the conversation. Yes. And good for you that this is even an issue that all these men are just all over you. Yeah. All right. What else we got in the mailbox? Okay. This one is from someone who just signed their email, me. This is from me. She writes, hello. First, I adore you guys. You're hilarious. You make my long work commutes an enjoyable time. So thanks for that. Aww. Yeah. Uh, she says, second. So there's this guy we went to high school together. We have been graduated for six years. Yikes. Anyway, we were. <laughs> <laughs> I know. Yikes. <laughs> Yeah, yikes, right? Yikes. Can't imagine being that old. High school, six whole six years ago. So that makes you twenty-four. <laughs> okay, anyway, sorry, not to invalidate that yikes. Okay. She says, anyway, we were acquaintances in high school. Since then we have run into each other in the most random places. This past weekend we ran into each other at a Christmas party. Fate, right? Talked the entire time. He asked if I was dating anyone. I said no. Then that was kind of it. I expected him to maybe ask for my number, but he didn't. We are friends on Facebook. Should I message him? What should I say? I have never really been in this position before, but I know or but I have been recently putting myself out there and I'm thinking I should, but help. Silly question, I know. Love you both. Okay. So I wonder Okay, so they were just acquaintances. It doesn't sound like they maybe like had a fling in high school or no. anything. 
But she says it was like fate that they ran into each other. So it seems like maybe she's always had feelings for him a little bit, mm-hmm. maybe. Because she's like, it was fate. We ran into each other. Um, but they, she just calls them acquaintances. Uh, I think maybe the guy was just making small talk, right? I mean, not to like oh, yeah. say I, she doesn't have a chance, but I think he was just like, oh, like, are you dating anyone? Like, what's new? You working? Like, what's your job? And then he didn't ask for a number. Also, though, he knows that he could have, you know, do people, he knows that he could message you on Facebook. So maybe he felt like he didn't need to ask your number if he did want it. Right. I don't know. I, well, I don't know. This guy doesn't seem like he's like super, super, super excited to like, you know, go out with you or maybe he thinks I think it's that- like neutral it's like not bad not good that's how I feel yeah. but what's great is now that it presents you with an opening it wouldn't it won't be like totally random if you reach out to him no it won't be like I haven't seen you in six years I'm into you want to go out yeah no, not at all so and I think like you can message him and just be like it was so great chatting you the other night if you ever want to hang out again, let me know. That's like the more passive way or you can be bold and be like, oh, I was thinking about doing this thing. Like maybe something that you guys talked about. There was like a movie that came up or something. Like, I really want to see this movie. Do you want to just go together? You don't have to like, you know, do a whole confession of your feelings. No, no, don't do that. Be chill. But yeah, I agree with Angela. It seems very neutral. It seems like, you know, the guy was like excited to talk to you and like you guys were catching up, but it doesn't seem like he's crazy eager and he also doesn't seem uninterested. He seems like, okay, like, yeah, you should maybe, like, make the move if he's not messaging you on Facebook. And she says, you know, maybe for, like, 2019, she says, I've been recently putting myself out there, and I'm thinking that, like, I should. So she's already decided she's going to message him, which I feel like is the right instinct, and you should just yeah. go with that gut and go with that new, that new, you know, aspect of yourself that you're wanting to to like you know let flourish yes and you have nothing to lose it's not like he's like a close friend that you're gonna have to see all the time say you randomly run into him places but it sounds like he's easily avoidable if you want to avoid him exactly so yeah message him on facebook uh we hope that's helpful let us know what happens if any of you listeners want your questions answered or if you have any funny texts or messages that you want to share you can email us at contact at this is why you're single show.com please be concise you can also find all of our contact info on our website at this is why you're single show.com now let's dive in to our reason of the week this week's reason is will you be mine Yes. Valentine's Day is all about asking someone to be yours. So why is that so hard? It is hard to ask people out for so many reasons, including number one, nobody wants to get rejected. Also, you don't want to make things weird if you're friends. You don't want number three. You don't want to be creepy, you know, depending on like how if you don't know how to ask someone out. Yeah. Number four, it might be inappropriate if you work with them. That's super hard. But overall, it's really number one. Nobody wants to get rejected. We all are fragile little souls and hearts and we don't want our hearts to to crack and rejection hurts. Uh, So I don't know. Uh, Have you ever asked anybody out, Angela? Um, well, I mean, if we go back to the origin of me and Ian's relationship, he's the only guy I ever like directly asked out on via a dating app. That's true. And that was a good situation because kind of like the advice we gave to our listener is you were never going to have to see him again. Exactly. If things didn't work out. And then if they did, great. Right. It still is hard because like, you know, you can replay things over and over in your head. Even if you aren't going to see the person again, you're like, oh God, why did I do that? Or why did I say that? And Blah, blah, blah. But a dating app is obviously a good situation because you're both on there to meet people. You're not just like randomly going up to somebody. But I did have, you know, a real life situation too that did not work out. 
that we often reference on the show. Oh, God. There was somebody that I really liked that that was a mutual... Well, that yeah, that Laura and I both knew back when we were doing comedy in the comedy world. Yeah, this was awkward. And uh, I was like... It was probably the boldest I ever was in terms of like putting myself out there and being vulnerable. I wasn't helpful in this situation i was maybe a little too encouraging but i just thought like i got a lot of bad advice frankly sorry not just from you from a lot of people i remember there were people like get him a birthday present and i was like well we're not really friends that might be weird they're like no he'll love it i didn't do that thank god i Uh, mean i would i would have said yes i think it was because you're such a catch and we were like this guy is seems very timid like he's not the type of person that's probably gonna ask you out also the relationship between you two, he was maybe in like, like a not a position of power whatsoever. Yeah, but like it maybe would have been a little more impro- inappropriate for him to ask you out. But like the other way around was appropriate. So I think we all just assumed like, okay, if someone's gonna ask someone out, it's got to be Angela, right? And I think that's what gave me the confidence because I was like, maybe he wants to ask me out, but doesn't feel like he can because there is an imbalanced power dynamic, and I respect that he has such respect for me as to not ask me out. Yeah. So let me just mooch him in a cab and that is what I did (laughs) and he didn't smooch back and it's fine yeah (laughs) ultimately it taught me a lot of lessons I'm honestly so proud of you because if the when the revolt when the roles were reversed in my life with somebody I never had the guts instead I would just get really drunk and cry to all of his friends and be like I just like him so much why doesn't he like me but honestly I have to say for for years, I would I would always use that as an example of you know you never want to have regrets. I wish I would yes. have just like you know asked this guy out. And that's the thing. I think I always would have wondered what would have happened if I hadn't done that. Yeah. But now in this situation, maybe just because I'm like happily married with Nick, I realize it's for the best. He was never into me, and it was always very clear. Like his friends must have told him a million times. Like Laura was crying to us again that she like <laughs> you know was like in love with you. So I think if he at all liked me it probably he probably would have you know been clear so i i'm actually today gonna put to rest that it was for the best that i never made a move because it was not meant to be see i'm on the opposite end of the spectrum i say make a move maybe do it a little more coherently than i did uh and even if it doesn't work out at least then you've like exercised that demon and it's way easier to get over somebody once they have rejected you that's true and you know i gotta say Maybe me getting drunk and like crying to all his friends is maybe what turned him off. Come to think of it, <laughs> just possibly. Yeah. Uh, I've helped friends ask people out. Um, usually, I do this with like celebrities. So, like one time, I was at a party, and do you know who Michael Vartan is? Was he on Alias? Yeah, and I oh. thought that him and my friend Katie would be great together. So I oh, and he was never been kissed. That's like a big yeah. '90s get. So I was like, Katie, you and Michael Vartan need to be together. He's at this party. I'm gonna go like slip him your number so I like went up to him and I slipped him her number he never called uh then I did this with who's the guy from uh how I met your mother like the lead guy oh um uh that guy the guy Josh something Ted Mosby right yeah or his name on the show so I saw him at the people's improv theater and my friend Melissa I was like you and Ted Mosby need to be (laughs) together like I think he's Jewish maybe she's Jewish that was enough for me Josh Radner. Josh Radner. And I was, so I went up to him and was like, hey, here's my friend's card. Like, you should call her. Wink. And he was so shocked and just like, is he had this smile on his face, just like, this 
this chick has balls. I like that. He's he's pretty cute. He's super cute. Never called. So anyways, I have not had luck with asking people out on behalf of my friends. But but you were also aiming super high. Super high because <laughs> I was doing it with celebrities. So You were aiming for Michael Vartan. <laughs> <laughs> uh, on that note, it is time for our Reason of the Week Breakdown. It is so hard to ask someone out, especially since there's no rule book and it's all situational. Angela and I are going to try to do a few mock asking outs in a game we call, Will Will You Be Mock With Me? Like, will you be, whatever. Wait, wait, what is it supposed to be? Will you be mine, but will you mock with me? Okay, all right. Sorry, I'm I'm not as clever at coming up with game titles as you are. I like it. I like it. You don't have to pretend. Okay, situation one. We work together and we've been sending some sort of witty, potential flirty Slack messages. We're on equal playing fields. There's no power dynamic here at work. And you want to ask me out. Okay. Um, I'll ask you out. I'll do the first one. I was, was, oh God, I was getting all geared up to do it. Okay, go. Uh, Hey, (laughs) Um, that meeting was fun, huh? Yeah, Fun, I guess. I mean, ugh, Judy like won't shut up. It's like she needs to talk for more than 50% of every single meeting. I know. It's like sometimes I just need to get out of here and relax. God, I <laughs> would love a drink right now. Do you want to like get a drink with me? Like after work? Yeah, sure. Yeah. Maybe we could like go to that place around the corner. Yeah, super chill. Ugh, and we'll talk about how much Judy sucks. Yeah, we'll talk about Judy. Great. Great. <laughs> okay. Situation two. We know each other from a friend's group, and I see what every party, and we always talk, and it seems kind of platonic, but also maybe potential. <laughs> a lot of abbreviations. <laughs> um, okay, uh, so you're asking me out. Yeah. Uh, oh, hey, Angela. So good to see you again. Oh, hey. Hey, Laura. Oh, my God. Uh, last week was really fun, too. I, like, I, keep, I feel like we have like the same party circuit sketch. I know. I feel like we know a lot of the same people. Yeah. Uh, oh, my God. Have you seen the new Aquaman movie with, like, Jason Momoa? No, I hate I hate that shit. Oh, you do? Oh, my God. I really <laughs> want to see it. I think Jason Momoa is so cute. Oh, do, do you think he looks like me a little bit? No, not really, but... <laughs> I just, I don't know. I really, I really want to see Aquaman, but I don't know. You're not into it. I was going to like, I was going to say like, we should go see it together, but you don't even like uh, Aquaman. Oh, oh well, maybe, we, you know, we, we could do something. What about like ping pong? Do you like ping pong? I do like ping pong, but okay. I also like hate watching movies. Oh my God. Even better. Okay. Why don't we, would you be down? I mean, we could invite some of these friends, but I don't know. Like you're cool. We should just hang out. Just us. What, do you want to like go see Aquaman? And then we could go to that like ping pong that bar that has like ping pong tables in it next door yeah, to the that, movie theater. That sounds like an insane day. Sounds great. Okay, cool. Great. These are all going really well. <laughs> uh, all right. Sitch three. We are total randoms at a bar. You're cute. We make eye contact, but I can't tell if that's because you're into me or you're trying to flag the waiter. Unclear. Okay. But we do not know each other and we're at a bar. Okay. Okay. So I'm going to be sipping my, yeah. what am I drinking tonight? I'm drinking Montepucciano red wine. Okay. Uh, I always order that wine when I see it on a menu, by the way, because it's, 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 the wine is fine, but it's just the most fun to say. Okay. Uh, Montepucciano. Hey, is that Montepucciano? 
<laughs> it's so funny, but I always order that when I see it on a menu because it's just fun to order. I can't believe you could tell what wine this was just from the color. Um, yeah, I just watched that documentary Psalm about wine. So like I'm I'm kind of an expert now. Wow. You watch one documentary and you can tell Montepucciano just from the color. That's crazy. Yeah, wait, here, let me smell it. Oh, oh, I smell notes of tennis balls. What are you talking yeah, about? Right? I'm I'm pretty good at wine. I always order this and then uh like I think uh, Syrah is another fun name to say. That I, I only order wine based on the name. Me too. We have so much in common. Do you want to go get another fun glass of wine? We can like look at the menu and just pick our favorite name. Yeah, that, that would be kind of fun. Okay, right, let's yeah. do it. There's let's... like that wine bar that opened uh, that I still haven't tried in Williamsburg. Oh my God, great. Guess what? I'll pay. It's on me. Oh, well, you've already made it clear that you're going to pay. <laughs> great. I'm going to order one of everything. P.S. <laughs> Wonderful. Great. Okay, great. Good job. Okay. Situation four. Oh, um, I see you on the subway and your soup's cute. Like Trevor and Miriam. Oh, like are these your friends that met on yeah. the subway? Okay, okay. So I'm just gonna do exactly what my friends did because they just got engaged. Okay, oh great. So they it were works. strangers on the subway. Um, hey, old old lady, I think that girl over there is really cute. Uh I'm gonna give you this note and I want you to give it to her. What? Oh so God. you're not even a part of this. Okay, anymore. that's fine. I'm watching and I'm fascinated. What? You want me to do what with this note? Oh my God, you're ruining it. Old lady, can you just give this note to that hot girl Angela over there? Okay, I, I want to ask her out, but you want me to, to give this note to that girl? Oh my God. <laughs> uh, and then eventually he's like, never mind. Just give me my freaking note back. Uh, hey, you should call me. Wow. Did she overhear all this going down? I think so. He first tried to get the old lady to give to give Miriam the note. And the old lady was like totally ruining it. So then eventually he's like, you know what? Never mind. Have a good day, ma'am. Uh, and then he just gave his card to uh, Miriam. And now they're engaged. That's so good. I love that because it's not too, you know, you're trapped like in the subway car with somebody. If you don't like them, you don't want them to like corner you into a conversation. So I like like him giving her his card and putting it in her cart, uh, the ball in her court. And he had like and he had said that they had like made eye contact and like smiled. Yes, but he did do the cheesy like he said it, he gave it to her and like winked. And I was uh, like, but uh, but Trevor, you know how charming yes. and cute Trevor is. So I was like, it wasn't creepy coming from Trevor because he sure it was funny. He's a sweet charmer and like made it funny and he's amazing. So but but yeah, most people you know don't do the wink unless you're Trevor. Unless you can really pull it off, which yeah. is like one percent of the population. Okay, we've got one last situation. Yes, we are both. At a friend's party meeting for the first time, just like Nick and Laura. Yeah. Okay, so you're going to be Nick. Okay. Um, hey, I like your red 80s dress that you're wearing. Oh, thanks. I like, I don't know. I, I like wore it as a joke. I don't know. Oh, are, are you like a funny person? Not really. <laughs> I don't know. I just, I was working really late tonight and I didn't know what to wear. I thought putting on this dress was funny. I don't know. I don't have any funny clothes. Maybe you can like help me shop for some yeah sure i love shopping it's one of my favorite things to do actually cool uh if we went shopping would would you like pick out a fun 80s outfit for me uh yeah sure yeah probably won't be sequins but but i'm sure we could get something that can like work in in the 2000s oh oh cool cool here's my here's my number oh thanks i'll call you 
That's, yeah. That's close to how it went down. Really? We didn't really talk about shopping per se. We talked more about like his art and like me being a journalist. Yeah. But then, but he did give me his card at the end of the night, which was fine. Oh. But not in like a cheesy, like, here's my card way. Like, it was just like, here, I have a business card. It's got all my information. Like, you know, I don't even have a card anymore. I don't but have I'm a card also either. not single. I mean, maybe I need one for networking. But also, but. he would have had my information anyways because that night I was like, oh my God, you're so fun. I'm having a holiday party next week. You should come. What's your email? Because I'm just very, you know, you can picture yes. me saying that, you know? Yeah. Like, you're, this is so fun. Give me your email. I'm going to invite you to my party. And then I invited him. I was like, I'm sending it to you right now. You should come. So I kind of like, you know, I liked this guy, but I also was like, oh, okay. This is a way where I can see him without it being weird. I'm just going to like invite him to something like on the spot. Yeah. It's weird. It's like less weird when you invite somebody to something in front of their face. Yes. Than like if I had messaged him like the next day, I'd been like, hey, uh, it was great. Want to come to my holiday party? Right. It was just felt more spontaneous to yes. do it on the spot. Because you're able to like control the tone of it, like kind of casual. Like, oh, I don't care if you come or if you do, but yeah, exactly. You Ex- like you clearly like holiday parties. We're at one right now. Like, oh my God, I'm having one next week. You should come. You should come. Everyone here can come. But but just you, Nick, what is your <laughs> email? Uh, all right. So we hope that's helpful. We hope we have cleared up this week's reason because that is it for this week's This Is Why You're Single podcast. Check out our book. It's got a ton more advice, including pickup line suggestions. It's available on Amazon, Barnes & Noble, and our audiobook on Audible. Yes. And you can get hooked up with discounts from all of our sponsors. For a full list of our sponsors and the codes, check out our podcast page on thisiswhyyoursingleshow.com. Tomorrow is Valentine's Day. Maybe you didn't get your significant other a gift yet or your single friend. Get a little last minute gifty on, uh, through one of our codes. You, uh, we're also on social. So you can follow us on Instagram and Twitter. A little gift to yourself. We're at your single show. My personal is at Sverodactyl. And I'm at Laura Lane Rad on Insta and Laura Lane on Twitter. Please like and subscribe on iTunes. Thank you guys so much for listening. Have a great Valentine's Day and tune in next week for our whole new show. Bye. Bye. This is why you're single. This is why you're single. This is why you're single. Ba 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 ba. This is why you're single. Ba 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 ba. That was a headgum podcast.